88.1 WKNC. That's Greg Humphreys right there. The song is I Cover the Waterfront. And that was off of the Trunk Songs album that came out back in 2008. You're now listening to the local beat right here on 88.1 WKNC. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid. I got a great show coming up for you today. Greg Humphreys is actually in for the first hour of the show. Songs of Water, a band out of Greensboro, North Carolina. They're coming in next. And then I'm having some uh, some of the fellows from Minus Sound Research. They're coming in for the final hour of the show. But joining me right now in studio, Greg Humphreys from Durham, North Carolina. Greg, thanks for coming on the program today. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thanks. well, you just released a new album, I guess, three weeks ago. I mean, is that, yeah. the, is that the official? Yeah, I've had the physical CDs, right. I guess, for the last few weeks. Yeah. And I did it, released it digitally this summer. Right, it's been online for quite a while. Yeah. People have had a chance to listen, but haven't gotten that physical copy it's nice until recently yes yeah well let's talk a little bit about that uh the album is actually called realign your mind uh, by greg humphreys released september 7th i think was the actual release date for the physical copy um 10 tracks recorded all in your home i believe that's correct have you ever done that before well i've been moving toward it um yeah. i've i've done some of the hobex records at at my home studio and uh and i've recorded other other people in sure. my home studio, so. Yeah. And we should probably go ahead and mention that um, if you have not heard of Greg Humphreys, you've probably heard of Hobex or Dylan Fence, who are two popular bands in the area. Greg Humphreys is in both of those, but he's now doing a solo thing. Uh, you're doing Hobex and Dylan Fence still, right? Is that still going on? Occasionally. Both yeah. bands play when when a good opportunity comes along. Right. We'll, we'll consider it. Yeah. We'll but touch not, on neither that. Neither band yeah. is, is full-time. We'll touch on that a little bit uh, later in the show, but Realign Your Mind is your second solo album. In what, uh, three years now? Two or three years? Yeah, I guess uh, Trunk Songs came out at the end of 2008. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this one's been done since, you know, the beginning of the summer. So, yeah. Last two or three years, yeah. And how long have you been playing solo? I mean, have you been doing this forever? Um, I guess 2008 was the first year I really started uh, performing solo a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobeck stopped touring full time at the end of 07. Right. And, uh, you know, it took me a while to switch gears and get a record out and yeah. start touring and playing. So what about the songwriting for these songs, uh, your solo stuff? I mean, obviously you're in Dylan Fincher and Hobex. They're not really making new music right now, per se. So uh, would these be songs that you would play with that band, or is this completely different? Well, a lot when I was in those groups, a lot of times I was really thinking of the band when I was writing and writing for the group. And so, you know, I would end up gravitating towards the songs that fit the band yeah. as far as the, the albums. Definitely. So with Hobex, a lot of the funkier, more soul tunes would end up on the album. And uh, I ended up writing a lot of folkier, quieter tunes along the way. Mm-hmm. And that was the concept behind Trunk Songs. Right. Those were a lot of the songs that ended up in the trunk. They weren't <laughs> used. Right. So I, I pulled a lot of them out of the trunk and made a record and set off in a different direction with my solo thing. Right. Yeah. And so you would say that, that your solo stuff is a lot more folkier, a little bit low key as compared to some of the, the full band stuff. It's quieter. It's, you know, it's more, it's meant more for a listening environment mm-hmm. and less for a, you know, a bar room getting people dancing right. type of a vibe. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been a, a songwriter, but I guess if you're in a rock group, it's easy to to let it ride on just having a great rock show. Yeah. And playing solo, you really have to refocus on 
the songs and the songs have to stand on their own without a great band behind you. Yeah. Would you say, I'm just throwing this out here at you, but would you say that maybe your solo stuff in terms of catchiness, in terms of poppiness, maybe it's not so much, you know, when it's just you and a guitar as compared to when you have a whole like rock outfit behind you or would you completely disagree with that statement? Um, I, I guess it depends on the song, yeah. you know, I mean, if it's a catchy melody or if it's kind of a pop song idea, then yes, it is poppy in a way. Mm. You know, it might not have all the bells and whistles that a that a rock or soul version might have, but yeah. you know, essentially a pop tune is a pop tune. Yeah. And sometimes I'm writing and something like that comes out and other times it's something completely different and you know, not pop. And how do you know when like for example the trunk songs, how did you know when that song wasn't gonna fit? What made it not fit with some of your other stuff? That you had to do it solo. Well, I guess Hobex was built around a funk soul band idea. So obviously we gravitated for stuff that was really groovy and, you know, maybe was built around a bass riff or a or a great groove. Whereas some of this this stuff is it's you know, sounds more like folk. It's much more lyrically based. Yes. Yeah. More lyrical. Sounds good with just voice and guitar. You yeah. Know, that's where it was written and that's where it stayed, I guess. Yeah. You don't think any of these could transition at all? Well, you know, I mean, that's the beauty of a great song is that you can, you can really record it or perform it in a lot of different ways. You know, it can be a country song. It can be a soul tune. Yeah. You know, it can be an electronica song. You know, it if it's a good melody or a good song idea, it can transcend its basic Right. Orig- our, you know, original form. Sure, sure. Yeah. If you're just now joining us, I'm uh, joined here by Greg Humphreys out of Durham, North Carolina. We're here mostly to talk about his new album. It's called Realign Your Mind. We're going to hear a couple songs here. Uh, Greg, would you like to go ahead and play one live? And we'll start off. Sure. Sure. I'll play one. Uh, this is uh, one of the new songs off of Realign Your Mind. What's the title of this one going to be? This song is called So You Say That You Love Me. So You Say That You Love Me. It's by Greg Humphreys, and it's live here on The Local Beat. So you say that you love me. So you say you are mine. So you say that you love me Guess we'll find out in time Thought I had me a true love Thought I had love divine So you say that you love me Guess we'll find out in time Am I more than a plaything? Is it more than a fling? Do we know what we're doing? Guess we'll find out in time When I say that I love you Do you know that 
that it's true Hell, I reason to doubt you Guess we'll find out in time So you say that you love me So you say you were mine So you say that you love me Guess we'll find out in time Guess we'll find out in time Guess we'll find out in time Guess we'll find out in time. And that is Greg Humphreys here live on The Local Beat. The song is called So You Say That You Love Me. It's off his brand new album. It's called Realign Your Mind. Right now, though, we're going to go to Trunk Songs. This song here is Crazy as a Loon. Greg Humphreys right there. The song is 21st Century Existential Latin Blues, and it's the first track off his brand new album called Realign Your Mind. Before that was Dylan Fence. The song was Lisa Marie. What year, Greg, was was that song? That song came out in 1993. 93. Yeah. Digging way back for that one. Way back. And then, of course, we had Crazy as a Loon. That was off of your Trunk Songs album from 2008. Touching them all there. We'll get to some hoebacks, of course. A little later on. But joining me right now on the local beat, I have Greg Humphreys, and who wrote every single one of those tracks um, over the time. I, I want to compare a little bit about your songwriting, you know, from Dylan Fence to Hobex to now your solo stuff. How has it changed? What would you say? Well, I always uh, seem to find something new to get into. I, I don't stay in the same place songwriting-wise forever, you know. Yeah. And that's kept it fresh for me but perhaps made me a little harder to pigeonhole as far as somebody explaining me in a one sentence right <laughs> he's this he's that you right. know but that's a good i mean that's a good thing to have it but, should be you know, i think <laughs> you is. know and yeah it's i'd like to think so yeah yeah what about this uh new album as compared to trunk songs can you compare the well, two um you know, Trunk Songs was, in a lot of ways, it was a, a cleaning of the slate, you know, get it pooling together a lot of these songs I had written. And uh, it was basically three live recording sessions. Right. Whereas this was a little more of a studio creation. I took a little more time with this. And, uh, you know, a lot of these songs are going to deal with a, a breakup a long relationship, so it's, right. it's kind of a down album. It's kind of an a little bit darker, maybe darker. It's introspective, yeah. um, trying to process what happened and where I'm going, and you know, songwriting is a good therapy for me in that right. way. Yeah, sometimes it helps me to figure out how I feel. You know, it's hard to. Sometimes it's hard to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
as far as playing live goes, I mean, obviously solo is just sort of you with a guitar. You don't have a band. What's it like to compare compare that? Compare the playing live aspect of the music. Well, I do enjoy playing with a band, and I always will. Um, what you know, makes it better in your mind? What playing with a band? Well, I don't think it's better. I'm just saying I I do enjoy playing with a band um, because it's it's fun to make people dance and it's fun to rock out or groove with with some other great musicians yeah. and and that's something I'd always like to do. However, um, it's also nice to just show up with your guitar and play your songs and not have to sing over a really loud group right and uh to have an audience that's really listening and paying attention to the lyric and you know taking the song in and uh so i think there are good things about both right you know but right now you know my focus is on playing acoustic shows and and it's also uh you know it's about where I am in my life. Um, my ears are fatigued from, you know, 2000 plus rock and roll yeah. shows played. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I've had a symbol or an amp pointed at my head for a long time. And, you know, I'd like to get out of the line of fire. Um, and, uh, and that's another reason I'm, I'm enjoying playing acoustic music right now. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about how you recorded this album. Like you said, you recorded this at home. You took a lot of time with it. You know, it was a sort of an artwork type thing for you. Uh, took took your time and recorded it all. Talk a little bit about that recording process, doing it on your own in your in your home. What was that like? Well, uh, this album, you know, I I wrote a lot of these songs in the last couple of years since Trunk Songs, um, and you know, I was going through a hard time. But when it came time to record, I really approached each song as its own entity. And for a lot of the songs, I would bring in a different group of musicians. Um, you know, you know, I'm friends with a lot of musicians in the area, so I pulled from the people I knew. And I, you know, for that last song, that it's kind of a, it's got a Latin feel. Right. So I brought in Robert Cantrell, who's mm -hmm. a great Latin percussionist, and he really helped me to give it that Brazilian. Tropicalia right. feel. And then for another song, I brought in, you know, uh, Rob Ladd, who's a great drummer, and Robert Sledge, who's a great bass player. And that song has a little more of a, of a pop rock feel because, you know, they have big ears and they heard what I was trying to do and we, we came together and came up with a really good arrangement. And then another song, uh, John Shane and F.J. Ventra, you know, on bottleneck slide and stand up or upright bass more of a folk tune right and then uh i've got some of uh the big fat gap musicians mm -hmm. on another track miles andrews on upright and john garris on banjo fiddle and mandolin yeah yeah and uh actually the mandolin orange folks are singing harmony on a couple of the tracks mm -hmm. so about half the album is that you know me bringing other musicians and friends in to help right. me arrange and kind of bring the song to life in that way. And then other tracks, I just approached each song at one, you know, at one time and, uh, 
How just long, how kept, long kept recording till I did a yeah. version that I liked, basically. How tr- long did this take, the whole process? Um, it was probably over the course of about nine months. You know, six months, nine months, something like that. And compare that to Trunk Songs, what was the time like there? Well, Trunk Songs was recorded over a period of time, too, but it was more um, like a one-day session here. Right. And then a one-day session there. It wasn't an every single It was basically day. three one-day sessions, yeah. but it took a little more time as far as mixing and mastering. Right. But those one-day sessions were, you know, a couple of months apart and just a serendipitous moment yeah. when everybody was there and we yeah. just made it happen. Definitely. Yeah. If you're just now tuning in, uh, you're listening to The Local B right here on 88.1 WKNC. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid, and joining me here is Greg Humphreys out of Durham, North Carolina. We've been ch- talking a little bit about Realign Your Mind, his new album that was put out about three weeks ago, uh, officially. I mean, of course, it, people have been listening to it for, for months now. Uh, but if you would like to catch Greg live, he's playing several shows in North Carolina in the next couple weeks at the Casbah in Durham. Uh, that's on October 6th. Vigilite Theater, October 7th in Charlotte, North Carolina. October 8th at the Great Eagle Tavern in Asheville. And then you're playing Shikori Hills on the 9th. And you're actually doing your, I guess, are you emceeing? The songwriter. Um, I've stage? been the last few years. I've been hosting the songwriter yeah. circle on Sunday morning uh, at the Grove stage, and it's always a, a nice group of singer songwriters. What goes on at that? What, what would people experience when they come see that? Well, if you want to see some hungover songwriters, <laughs> come to the songwriter circle. Yeah, it's early. Um, for a show, but it's usually. A group of people who have performed over the last few days right. and uh it's usually a hodgepodge of, of people that have performed or have just shown up and it's always it's just it always ends up being a really interesting group of people and a nice way to start sunday have you been to shikori i have yeah. yes i won't be able to go this year unfortunately oh, yeah gosh. i know uh, people keep bringing that up around me but <laughs> anyway you're also playing october 16th at the 506, and you're playing with Mandolin Orange at that show as well, and they'll be coming in to promote that in the next couple of weeks as well. I'm doing a few shows with them this fall. Yeah, um, we just have a mutual respect and admiration. I've, I love what they do, and they've been really kind to me. And uh, we're playing this Saturday actually in Wilmington tomorrow. Oh, I didn't know that. At, uh, yeah. The Whiskey downtown Wilmington, and then we're doing the local 506 show on the 16th, right. and then we're playing in Columbia, South Carolina at the White Mule on yeah. the 22nd. So, and then we're doing another one actually. At, <laughs> what is that? The Rooster's Wife in Aberdeen, North Carolina, a house concert I have in, no in, idea. in December. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> what would you say we jump into another live song here? Okay. Anything uh, you want to play here? Um How about a new song? And what is the title? This is not on Realign Your Mind. No, it's not. I wrote this one this summer one night with my friend Nancy Armstrong. Um, Does it have a title yet? It's called Must Be the Moon. Must Be the Moon is by Greg Humphreys, and it's right here on The Local Beat. You asked and I gave text and I call, you smoke and I drink, you laugh and I crawl, 
I wanted more, you wanted less. I wanna kiss, you wanna caress. Must be the moon. Must be the moon. Must be the moonshine. You say let's ride more. I say we should wait. You think it's not done. I think it's just great. You wanted more, I wanted less. You wanna kiss, I wanna caress. Must be the moon. Must be the moon. Must be the moonshine. So let's agree to disagree. I can't think for you. You can't speak for me. But I want it bad. You do too. There's only one thing left to do. Must be the moon. Must be the moon. Must be the moonshine. Must be the moon. Must be the moon. Must be the moonshine. Must be the moon. Must be the moon. Must be the moonshine. Greg Humphries here live on Local Beat. The song is called Must Be the Moon. Brand new, unreleased. First time you've heard it. I've heard it, at least. Do you play that live at all, Greg? I've been playing it the last few shows, yeah. Yeah. I'm working it out. All right, well, we're going to jump into some hobags here. Come back with some more Greg Humphreys right here on The Local Beat. WKC. That's Greg Humphreys right there. The song was Way Over Yonder. That was off Realign Your Mind. Uh, before we had some Mandolin Orange, and those two songs, Mandolin Orange, I believe, played on that on that track, right? They they sang harmony on that one. Right. They sure did. And some guys, some big fat, uh, big fat guy. I can't talk today. Yeah, some of the big fat yeah, fellas, over. John Garris and Miles Andrews played on that. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're both playing at Shakori Hills next weekend. Right. And you are as well. As, as am I. So, right. What stage will you be on at Shakori? You're playing. I'm going to be in the cabaret playing? tent at 10, 10 45. Is that Saturday? Saturday night. That's right. Yeah. You got several shows coming up in the area, like we mentioned. Uh, in the Triangle, you're playing at the Casbah on October 6th, and you're playing at the 506 on October 16th as well, and that's mm-hmm. in Chapel Hill. Casbah's in Durham. It's a new spot. Yeah. Right. I've never been to the Casbah, but I have seen it pop up. It's nice. Recently. I'm playing with a, yeah. a good group called Crooked Still. Yeah. Um, from They're from Massachusetts. Good bluegrass group. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the bluegrass thing. Uh, people listen to my show know that I love bluegrass. I'm a big fan right. of bluegrass. Uh, so naturally, I lean towards your style of music. Folky, bluegrassy, kind of jazzy as well. But... Hobex and uh, and Dylan Fence were not bluegrassy at all. So where did that come from inside of you? Well, when I was growing up in uh, Winston, um, my dad used to take our family to a 
festival called the Fiddler's Convention in uh, near Wilkesboro or Union Grove. Union Grove Fiddler's Convention. And so I grew up, you know, every May we'd go spend a few days and hear a lot of great bluegrass. So yeah. I definitely had bluegrass in my life growing up. But, uh, you know, I got into rock bands in high school and I just, I love rock and roll and I've played a lot of it, you know. Yeah. Ultimately, I'm I'm kind of a genre hopper. Yeah. You know, I, I got tired of rock and roll and I got into a funkin' soul band and yeah. I did that for <laughs> 10 plus years. And, you know, now I'm kind of gravitating back toward more acoustic music as I get older, I guess. Right. Um, it begs the question, uh, Greg, and I love to ask this question to anybody, but what are you digging right now? What What is on your iPod shuffle right now? Well, you know, I've been driving a lot the last couple of weeks, so I did listen to some some good albums. Um, you know, I usually have a, an iPod or a stack of CDs right. if I take a road trip. And uh, I listened to a couple of Jonathan Bird's albums. He's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. He's a great writer from right here. And... Uh, uh, listen to Jimbo Mathis, Mathis last album, which was cool. Um, what else? I have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much stuff out there, especially in our local scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stuff coming out all the time. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about that. You're from Durham. Um, I'm from Raleigh, you know, Chapel Hill, Carborough. It's all there. Durham is sort of starting to become the big one though, in my eyes. I mean, of course... It's definitely got some momentum over there, you yeah. know. And it, I, I think like a lot of artists and musicians yeah. are moving there because it's a little more of an affordable right. life there. You can get into a house for cheaper than Raleigh or Chapel Hill. Yeah. We know all those big bucks that us musicians <laughs> are making. <Yeah. laughs> can you compare the uh, the music scene? I mean, I, I like to lump it all together, but of course the, there are differences. I think each town, cities. you know, I guess each town does have its own feel, yeah. you know. I've always associated Raleigh with having a lot of great rock bands. And, of course, you know, the, the alt-country thing in right. the 90s with Chip Robinson and Ryan and mm-hmm. Kenny and Caitlin and that whole bunch. Right. And then, you know, Chapel Hill's all, always had a cool, like, alternative rock scene. That's sort of been the indie crowd over there. You know, yeah. somewhat, yeah. You know, XYC has been a big part of that. Yeah. And Frank Heath at the Cradle and, you know. So what's Durham? I think Durham's it's part of the reason Durham is is up and coming is because it's still defining itself. You know, you have a lot of you have a lot of young groups there just getting going. You know, some of the old ceremony guys live there. Right. They're they're really good, and you know, some of the Max Indian guys live there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. A lot and, of the uh, the drug horse guys are in are in Carborough. And stuff, but you'd be surprised. Some, you know, yeah. some of them live in uh, Durham. But that's the great thing is we're all so close together. You know. Yeah, I, I mean it's exactly. Yeah. And you know you have you now Durham has three new venues. You've got the Pin Hook, which has been kicking for a year or so, right. and then you've got the Casbah and now Motorco. Right. So, you've got a lot of uh, creative energy brewing over there. Yeah, it used to be like what the Brushy Cafe, do Coffee House. Uh, yeah, and those are actually yeah, I did a, I did a songwriting series at Broad Street Cafe that was great. Yeah, that's know? right. Yes, yeah. you did. What was the name of that? It was something like it's called uh, the Public Nudity. Song. Right, that's right. I remember the songwriters. 
night. I wanted to ask you about that. What what was the deal with that? Well, I was out. The public nudity, what was it called? Public nudity songwriters night. Yeah. What was that, like once a month or something? Yeah, I did yeah. it once a month last year. And uh, actually did it up until about May right. of this year. Um, I was out in Seattle playing some shows in the Pacific Northwest. And a friend of mine was playing guitar for me and he I was trying to come up with a name and he just said how about public nudity songwriter <laughs> night being completely facetious and right. I just said you know what to hell it's with it it's just so yeah. crazy <laughs> it just might work yeah any plans to start that back up at all um i've been thinking about it but i honestly i've been really focused on getting a tour together for this album and right. getting out and playing more ticketed shows and my focus is change so right. and where do you plan on touring and promotion of realign your mind well i've already done a lot of touring this year um i w- went to prague right. czech republic this summer for 10 days which was an amazing trip yeah um an old friend of mine bill pixley brought me over and uh he actually wanted hobex but he couldn't afford yeah. to bring the whole group <laughs> so he brought me and l- lined me up with some uh Prague-based musicians. Cool. And I got yeah. there and, you know, we got into our first rehearsal. I was jet-lagged and, you know, nobody <laughs> had listened to any of the music and nobody spoke English and I was freaking yeah. out. <laughs> Did it turn out okay? It turned out great. Yeah. I mean, we played in front of a huge festival crowd and, you know, we called it Hobex International. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to do a bunch of solo stuff too. And yeah. Did some duo stuff with a great blues singer named Logie Meacham. So it was a great trip. I, I worked like nine of the ten nights I was there. Yeah. Well, Greg, we're running out of time, but I'd, I'd love it if we could play another live track. Okay. Do you have anything up your sleeve? Um, singing about doing another new tune. If you, if, if that's cool with that's you. That's perfectly fine. All Absolutely. Right. Yeah. What's the title of this one? This one is called There's Only One of Me. There's only one of me. It's by Greg Humphreys, and it's right here on The Local Beat. There are thousands of ships in the ocean. There are millions of fish in the sea. There are billions of stars in the sky, dear, but there's only one of me. There are hundreds of suitors to woo you. There are thousands of things you could be. There are plenty of dudes who would do you, but there's only one of me. There's so many ways to be lonely and so many ways to be blue. And you might find a tear in my eye, girl Cause I know that there's only one you Only one you So consider it well and I'll bet you That you and I soon will agree There are many that might try to get you But there's only one of me There's so many ways to be lonely 
in so many ways to be blue and you might find a tear in my eye girl cause i know that there's only one you only one you so consider it well and i'll bet you that you and i soon will agree there are many that might try to get you but there's only one there's only one there's only one of me Greg Humphreys everybody the song is called there's only one of me that's live here on the local beat we're going to jump into realign your mind the song is called used vehicle This used vehicle has a lot of miles It's a little beat up and it's way out of style It's got a lot of dents and dings And one broken heart among other things You drove it hard all over the state Now my brakes are worn down, my transmission ain't great My tires are bald and I'm leaking oil Paint is chipped, interior soiled, guess I wouldn't take you where you wanted to go or I just wouldn't start up every time anymore so we went out and traded your old vehicle in and you're taking your new one out for a spin oh used vehicle used vehicle Anybody wanna buy a used vehicle? So check neat the hood and kick those tires and see what kind of love he inspires and drive him hard all day His steering ain't tight Remember me I was shiny and new And would do all the things That you wanted me to Now I've thrown a rod And my engine's died And you left all of your stuff inside Anybody will buy 
a used vehicle Anybody want to buy a used vehicle